push it, push, push it, it real good. good. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. Oh, this is so neat. We're like big time. We are. Not only do we have... Oh, thank you, Kevin. Not only do we have Kevin who brings us beer, but we also have uh, new equipment. What? And we are now on the iTunes. Oh, my God. We're like big time. We should like always carry a Sharpie just in case. Just in case. It's so true. (laughs) I mean, I do anyways because I'm with Mr. Fancy Pants, but now it might be for me instead. Yes. It feels so weird that I don't have my butt plugs in right now. I know. <laughs> and like I can actually hear you when you're really speaking yeah. and not later. Right. Maybe we should clarify that my butt plugs were earphones. But any <laughs> I thought we had that moment. Sometimes. Just in case someone's catching us on the first listen. Right, right. They're not like being OCD like we are and listening in sequential order. Yeah. Which is fucked up and weird and yeah. you're probably going to go to hell if you do it this way. But whatever. What are you doing? We're yeah. all staring at Kevin. Kevin's dialing us in. Yeah, Dick Producer is... Um, you know you're like in my phone is like Dick Producer. That's what you are in my phone. So when he texts me the all these little things, I'm like, got. whatever, Dick Producer. We got fancy equipment. I'm at work. And we don't even have a sponsor. And we got fancy equipment. Well, right. yeah. We should totally get a sponsor. We should. I mean, other than <laughs> our AA sponsors. But whatever. Right. <laughs> all right, welcome to Charcuterie. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm April. I'm Missy. I'm Joy. And today we have a very special guest. We're all super excited. We got Dr. Marsha Fieldstone. <laughs> Nobody gets that but us. But any hosies, uh, we have actually Dr. Christy Miller, who is an anthropologist. Yes. And you guys are going to have to look that up. It doesn't have anything to do with bugs, just FYI. <laughs> Uh, and so she agreed to come in and answer some questions for us and talk to us about uh, cultures and civilizations and human beings. And we're really hoping that she can answer like the big question for us, which is, are you ready, Christy? No. <laughs> Why are men so stupid? There's just not enough time for that. <laughs> Well, we could go like a whole hour and 15 minutes. It's okay. <laughs> Especially now because we got the new equipment, so it reduces our editing time. I think we go several time. hours and then just split them up into two episodes. There you go. Yeah. I think you're going to need like millennia. I am off yeah. work tomorrow. <laughs> I have nothing to do. I could sit here all night. Oh, let's do it. Let's get drunk. Cheersies. Cheers. 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 We have fancy beer tonight, like chick rosé beer. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That Sparkle beer is out. so good. And yeah. when I saw the packaging Speaking of for sponsors, Sparkle Ale. I know. Mm-hmm. 21st Amendment, Sparkle Ale. We love Sean it. O'Sullivan. Um, yeah, when I saw the packaging for that beer, I was like, yeah, that beer is for me because it's super girly. The uh, can is like a turquoise blue. Right. But the box itself is pink and sparkly. It's totally right up my alley. I kind of feel like they were thinking about me when yeah. they made this beer. Sparkly or fireworks. If they put yeah. like glitter sparkles on the cans, If it done. had glitter in it, oh. that's oh the my only God. thing it's missing. Okay, this wait a minute. should be a glitter beer. I tried the yeah, glitter absolutely. beer and your husband Brandon said, no way. Yeah. Yeah, my husband Brandon doesn't get an opinion. Because I will just bring edible glitter and we can we sparkle could. it. Well, we have some. Had we we have too. some somewhere. Yeah, we put it in here. But any this sparkle ale is the chickiest chick yeah, beer I've ever had in my life. It is so amazing, delicious. You know what? This is actually truly the champagne of beers. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah. It is so good. I'm 100% sure my uterus is going to grow yeah. back. It's that girly. <laughs> and if you're a guy and you're drinking it, you're totally going to get your period. It's going to happen. <laughs> Evolution is going to go whoop. I thought like you were going to say they're like guys with, never mind, Zima. It something. is like a pinky up beer. Yeah. Totally a pinky up beer. Mm-hmm. I'm like actually really sad. I only bought one six pack of it. We'll get more. We're going to have to. That I'm was I, crazy. I'm, we should like text Brandon because he's coming home from the Coyotes game soon and be like, can you stop at the Bethmo and get us <laughs> get more us some of this spark ale? Ale. She's From 21st Amendment. Please sponsor And if us. they like, <laughs> right. Because if they sit, because we could talk about it all night, every night that we podcast and be like, here we are speak, drinking our spark ale again. <laughs> And then in the summertime, we can be like, oh, here we are. We're drinking Hell or High Watermelon, which is like the most amazing beer as well. Have you guys ever had that? No. No. I'm so glad that they actually distribute here in Arizona now because you guys are going to have to try that. It is the perfect summer beer. One of these times, we'll actually have to talk about beer on our podcast. (gasps) Oh, my God. We should totally do that because we're always drinking beer. Right. Because everybody has different 
favorites. Poor Christy. She's just sitting here going, what the fuck well, did can I we get, get to myself the subject, into? Please. We're like squirrels. We're I just like. No, I'm actually we're, thinking we're, she we're, might we're. like me more than I've ever thought she liked me because she's here and listening to this and participating. <laughs> well, I texted Joy earlier <laughs> this week it. and I was like, Joy, I'm feeling yeah, I'm all this pressure because that. Dr. Marsha Fieldstone is going to be joining us. <laughs> and um, you know I'm, she's not an anthropologist, right? Right. Okay, Dr. Marsha. Okay. Dr. Christy Miller is going to be you know, joining us and like, you know, we're silly girls and um, no matter what we talk about, no matter how serious the subject, it always ends up talking about fisting. Yes, good we're, to know. We're I'm prepared now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You might be anthropologists, but we're astro astrophysicists. Yeah. I thought you, we so you were an astrophysicist. <laughs> and it will only happen <laughs> one time. Because yeah. April and I decided we'd only do it if the other option was much worse. That is so true. <laughs> yeah. Like if that's Joy and I said that we would only go for fisting if the only other option was, was the hot pocket. Oh, oh yeah, the hot pocket. pocket. All so right. we're both. If anything feces involved, Joy and I are out because no, we're out. clean people. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like, we like pine salt smells and stuff like that. So we're, like, not into poo. But anywho. Do you know that there's oh, a, here you she can, comes. You can get she? your Ph.D. in poo studies. It's called coprolites. You can actually study poop for a living. Wow. Not kidding. I but bet all why? of those guys are Christy, into that. Because why would somebody want to study poo? Because like, then you know what people ate. And. Why oh. do you even ask people what you ever eat? Wait, so you have to consult with them? When you oh, find certain things okay, in the like field. When you go to the yeah. doctor and they're like, yeah. give me a stool sample. Where I do you think it goes? I've never had to do that. I don't know well, how, what is going to happen. Ours is slightly older it than goes, that. Right. Gooey, I mean, oh, so you're talking about like fossilized, 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 fossilized yeah. poo. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah, you right. get your PhD in poop fossilized studies. Fossilized poo. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is amazing. Here I am, like, going for a super easy degree, you know, <laughs> communications and mass media. And you could but be studying poop. You could be, be doing poop studies. I could be studying feces. You like, could. that's amazing. It's a good indicator of cannibalism, too, just FYI. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm when, so grossed when, out right when now. When people teeth show up in people poo. Yeah. Oh, my God. Things went south. See, you know what, though, all the I saw that know. movie alive, and there were no, there was no teeth eating. They were like eating the butt cheeks. They were well, eating us. Older. <laughs> they were totally. Eating. They were totally eating us. Yeah. Okay, well, I could go there and tell you also. <laughs> <laughs> the Donner Party. Everybody remembers the oh, Donner yeah. Party, right? Yeah. You know who survived? Mr. Donner. All Mr. the women. Oh, I believe it. You know why? Ms. Yeah. Women have more body fat, therefore they can live longer and sustain in the cold. There's actually and huge anthropological studies on who died and who got killed first. All single men went first. Okay, well, I'm wow. also thinking that women get sick of the men's shit, and well, they're like, "That's a whole different you, side of it." Dead, I'm but eating yeah. you. And but actually, even if they had cut the women first, the women still survive because they can live without they, it. They didn't yeah. even have to do that because right. the women all stood together, mm. and the men and the do. women stood with the men they actually liked and stood against <laughs> all the other men. And then so the that's women are so the ones typical. that ma that made it, and one crazy old man who like ate fucking everybody. But other than that, yeah, oh, mm. that's awesome. That's there you go. See, true anthropological evidence. That is so, that is the, like the best. So I listened to this other podcast called Lore. Have you ever listened to that? No. Okay, I'm a podcast crack hoe. I'm not going to lie to you. Yes. I listen to everything. I love it. And especially anything true crime. Like I am right there. I'm going to solve somebody's murder someday. I promise you. <laughs> but Lore is about like all these old stories, um, you know, things that happened. And it is fascinating to me. So this guy's got like this super cool voice and he tells you this story and Anyway, he I listened to this one story where there's an island just off the coast of Cabo where they were mining or something like that. And so it was inhabited by mostly Americans, I want to say. I could be wrong. But anyway, stuff happened. There was a hurricane during that time. People couldn't get food to them. They couldn't get all their supplies to them. The men died and only the women were left except for one other man. And they... The women banded together and killed that motherfucker because they were sick of his shit. Works for me. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's actually what happened. And so, like, when this rescue ship came to them, this was, like, in the late 1800s, early 1900s, when the rescue ship got to this island and they, all this left are women and children, and they're like, what happened? And then they find this, this lighthouse keeper who was, like, this crazy old man. They find his dead body. And they were like, oh, yeah, they got sick of this guy's shit. And they <laughs> I bet that so. happens more often than we think. Absolutely. Well, that leads, in, that leads into my very first question. 
Christy, and that was why our men is so stupid. But there's just not enough time to answer. No, all that. I mean, I mean, I, there's just so many reasons. I just, you know, mm. and they're not all just anthropological. Some of them are just. <laughs> They're yeah. just stupid. I don't know yeah. what to tell you. I, I need to remind our listeners that I have to keep reminding myself that Christy is not a psychiatrist, psychologist, and or therapist. At all. <laughs> and I keep asking her all these questions, and she's like, yeah, that's no, that's not me. I well, Christy's kind of like specialty me. is dead people, not living people. So. <laughs> but she's learned a lot about living people through dead people. That's true. But really, I'm an archaeologist. And she just, you know, remembers shit, so. That's true, too. Oh, that's awesome, though. Like, I know nothing about people who are living, much less people who are dead. I feel like <laughs> dead people are more relatable, though, because, They don't talk know, back. They don't talk back, and, like, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm tired, too, man. Like, <laughs> I'm sick of everybody. Let's just, it's easier just to lay down and, like, you know, I totally get it. But, anyway. So who's got the, another question for Dr. Marsha Fieldstone? Well, I guess I could bring up what actually led us to invite Christy. Uh-oh, that sounds bad. When I <laughs> told her the story about one our, our first podcast about the f- moms feeling guilty mm. because we flip out and yell at everybody in the house because they can't do anything to help us until we get really mad. And then when we get really mad, they you know they hide and they whisper and they they're like act like it's our fault yes. even though they're the ones that we're are crazy. acting like assholes right? yes and we're crazy and christy had an answer for that or other people who actually have a, a social yeah we didn't norm realize for what happens. that that was like that was a legitimate thing like it we just thought okay because everybody makes it feels like it's just us we're well we all have just it, though that's what's so funny is right. that all moms wives right feel it. And like we all said. get yeah. it and we're all sick of everybody in our house right but you it feel bad a, about it yeah, a joke for the guys to be like well women are crazy <laughs> exactly exactly but we didn't realize that was like something that is historically and culturally yeah. and culturally an actual issue so there's a away, group of Korean women it's a specific culture in Korea where they go through this it's a like a six-step cycle and so you start out and the women you know do all the work that women traditionally do you cook you clean you take care of the kids Um, in a lot of Asian cultures there's like the inside and the outside and so the women are in charge of everything related to the inside of the house and kids school soccer games everything trash cooking you name it and men do all the outside stuff go to work you know, are the social ones, do the dinner parties, all that kind of stuff. And so these women get caught up doing all this stuff and all this stuff and all this stuff. And finally it becomes too much and then nobody helps. And so they have this almost like nervous breakdown and they start freaking out and everybody's like, Oh my God, mom's freaking out. (laughs) Sound familiar? This is my life. You're (laughs) talking about my life. So this is what you do. Here's how they figure they solve it. So what happens is it gets so bad, mom freaks out so much that she ends up having to go to bed. She has bed rest. And so they call in a shaman, essentially, another female that comes in and talks to them and talks about their problems and talks about, understands what they're going through because they're like, yeah, yeah, it happens all the time. And so this woman is in bed and on bed rest and her family is like, oh shit, mom's on bed rest. We must have really screwed up. Something bad happened here. So then the family kind of like steps up and it's like, well, you know, we can take care of that or, or I'll take care of that or I'll do this. You know, we can help out mom. And so then the family starts running itself and it gets more and more organized and they step up and mom's like, oh, shit's running good. I feel a little better. And then so finally she gets out of bed and she's like, you know, thank you. I appreciate all that you're doing and everything else. And so then the family kind of runs pretty smoothly and then it all goes to hell. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> no. And then the cycle yeah. repeats itself over and over and over again. I wanted again. you to say that it fixes itself yeah, no, and sorry. that's the end of it. Yeah, no. no. Sorry. But it goes it goes longer, longer periods of time but so between the crazy. what you're saying is basically is I'm just going to have to, like, go to my bed and be one of those people that rocks and drools. Mm-hmm. And then your family's like, oh, shit, she's <laughs> freaking out. Right. No, you're going to have the joy's going to have to come in and be like, all right, you Oh, guys, I'll be your shaman, April. Yeah. Here's what's go. happening. Yeah. yeah. Yep. See? And then somebody, they'll help you out, and then, you know, you move on. Like, so that's true all over the world. It's we not can just trade out being Missy Shaman. Yeah, like, um, I'll be your shaman. Mm-hmm. You be Missy Shaman. Missy will be my shaman, which is awesome, because Missy will come in, and she'll be like, fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, fuck you. Everybody Get your do shit your together. own yeah. shit and stop being stupid. No, Kevin figured it out at some point, so he pretty much does what you said the shaman does. He does, but I still, you know, there's that 
small period of window where everybody's like, shh, mom, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. crazy. Okay. No, yeah. Brandon's nowhere near the shaman. Brandon's standing <laughs> there like everybody else with his hands in the air going, I don't know what's wrong with her. Right. Like, she is nuts. Let's order a pizza. Any <laughs> <laughs> idea? Yeah. So. Missy just moved, so you know she's like trying so hard. I'm trying, and he's to, like, sitting right and, yeah, and he's sitting right behind her. So she's like, "Yeah, I have nothing and to I, contribute I'm like, to this." I just had this. She's like, I, when are you coming over? I just <laughs> had this breakdown like a week ago in my house. Yeah, and you she's don't like, understand. Can we please talk about fisting again? <laughs> can we go back? Can we go back and like, let's go back. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Well, oh okay. Gosh. So we actually we're such nerds that. Well, maybe I should say we're not a nerd. Our dick producer dick is a producer's nerd. Dick producer's a nerd. That's like what I was he say. has us so organized. Right. I'm like, whoa! I've yeah. known him longer than all of you. Yeah, so, it's so like, true. This is, we are on task. <sighs> he sent us this all this do, this Google Doc to like add show notes to, and we're just like, okay, great. And so I put my first question on there: Why are men so stupid? And then he was like, Yeah, April, I meant for this to be like a serious thing. And I was like, <laughs> That is really saying that our no. podcast is not serious, though. So, and that's a serious question. I just don't have an answer. Right. So, no, no, no. Um, wait, while I was typing questions, Kevin was watching on his oh my iPad God, or computer live. watching yeah. me type the question. Does it come out like that, like letter by letter? Yes. Or something? You can uh, watch it. Uh, and I, then I asked him if he was grammatically correcting my sentence or not. Well, right. I saw yes. that he asked us all, like, April, yeah. did you get into the Google Doc? Yes. And I typed in yes. And there's no emojis on the Google <laughs> Doc. So <laughs> I couldn't be like, you know, with the finger emoji. Yeah. And then we've got, and then the next one was, and now we have a calendar. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, I know. That's pretty pretty organized we yeah, are like, on we point legit like we're not promising we're ever gonna use that days. shit but we got it and just in case we well, ever I did. but kevin feels you know. better now yeah yeah april yeah. did and then she wrote it on paper yeah, i wrote, wrote it on, on paper. paper because i'm a kinesthetic learner and i like to put things on paper <laughs> nice. i haven't well had time played. because right. <laughs> yeah and um but i will of course i i pulled this piece of paper out of my sparkly pink sequin notebook just yeah. fyi and I used a purple pen. It looks nice. It does, doesn't it? And I like wrote it in the cursives. <laughs> so um, they don't even teach us anymore. They yeah, do. they do. It's back. Yeah. It's back. Oh, my kids don't know it. They're like, what that's is that? That's how you write things and what they don't know what say? you're Everything saying. Everything looks wavy. Yeah. What is that? And so I'm like, Luckily, oh, it's dad. back. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Okay, so Christy, I do have a question that I wrote down on an actual piece of paper, like some kind of fucking hieroglyphics <laughs> for you. I can only fake those. I don't really know. And it's, um, oh, this is a really good question. I don't know if you can actually, I don't know if this is more of a therapist question or oh, not. Oh, God, I'm not a therapist. And I, I know, but like there's a, there's a long, like there's a thin line. Okay. Right? Okay. We'll see. So let's talk a little bit about how... Um, this is really serious, and I'm actually kind of embarrassed. Christy, how do you feel about Fisting? white girl stereotypes? Oh, <laughs> white girl stereotypes? Yeah, there's actually. Did you know that's a thing? Christy, is that a thing? That's did a thing, right? Did you answer Fisting, Missy? Yeah. Okay. She was saying, like, I know. How do you feel about? I was waiting for you this to is say. A and I was like, thing. Like, this is something Fisting? that's kind of new. I mean, I realize that you're more into dead people than alive people, but like, there's let's dead just white girls. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> very true. I mean, April almost spit on me. Very cute. Very true. I almost start. I like. I almost coughed to death. Um, no, but like, I just think like maybe in a hundred years there is going to be an anthropologist studying Us? like early two thousands white people, and they're going to be going. All oh, right, so these girls really liked pumpkin spice lattes. I don't think you're going to find anything through the glitter in the Starbucks cup. Yeah, Anything Starbucks. But I wonder, and then you're going to dig them up, and they're like, what are these big boots that say Ugg on them? <laughs> why did they wear right. these? And like, they were all buried all in them. them yes. Silicone boobs. Like, what's happening? Mine are saline. Okay. <laughs> totally different. Much totally more environmental different. friendly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And by the way, when they bury you, they'll take those out. Yeah. But I own them. What are you so talking can somebody about? have them? them out. What do they, you mean? They don't embalm you with them. What do they do with them? Do they sell them on the black market? Uh, Wait, given to her husband. Supposed to no, but what, what if they? What if you get cremated? Then they, you, then they take them out too because you can't burn them. The, sil the actually the saline ones are not as bad, but the sil that's the stuff that they're in. Actually, you can't burn it. What do you mean you can't burn it? Y you're not supposed to burn the plastics and the stuff that goes because along of with the it. chemical stuff. And then they and so they'll, they'll remove them first and then. Oh burn. my god, Shut I'm gonna up. die without my boobs. Yeah. Yes. Well, no, you'll oh die with them. Life. But then after that, you won't have right. them. Did you hear this shit? 
Brandon, you have to make pillows to put in her casket and then when cremate I die, her. They're not going to let me keep my boobs. What nope. do they do? Like when they dress you and stuff, like if you don't get yeah, pillows. people aren't going to recognize me. You have them then and then they remove them depending. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes aren't it's you fake. Are embalmed then? Yeah, you're, yeah. Well, that's what I don't understand. It depends. Like, like but it depends on your religion and your culture if that's true or not. They put you right on the hearse and take it If that's the case, then they remove When I die, I'm going to have something stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my God! What you about eyelashes? Stuffed. Yeah, everything is gone. Eyelashes? Everything is like I can't even keep my glued on eyelashes when I'm like dead. They won't put a glued on eyelashes if you're dead. Like I don't know. That's a that's a new one for oh me. So God. you know, I don't I don't I don't meet God. very many people with glued on like that. Up. I, I don't even want to die. I need a forensic anthropologist for that. But forensic anthropologist because we want to know. I don't want to die. When you are preparing a dead body, what real, do you I, take? But for real, all the silicone and all the all the fake ghosts. Yeah, everything that's not oh my legitimate God. ghosts. So, what but about if you have like a metal plate? Ghosts. And you're, what do they do with yeah. it? They take it out. Yeah. But what do they do with it under? Like maybe when you like write your will, you have to leave no, that medical shit to waste. People. Yeah, it's medical waste. No, leave it to somebody in your that's will. Such well, a Brandon's waste. Keep them if like, you can they recycle first. that shit? Well, there's it a guy that already wants my implants. Yes, he wants to put it, it on his shelf in like oh, a jar. My Yuck. God, like this just Did opened up that? a whole new thing. Like, yeah, like I'm gonna. That's slightly creepy. When I get him redone, he wants my old ones, and he he wants to have them in like fluid on a jar on his. Who wants this? My friend Oliver, because that's what he... You need to unfriend this guy. No, no, he has like lots of pronto. cool things in okay, his house. Okay, everybody know this. If anything scary happens to Missy, first person that we look at besides Brandon is Oliver. <laughs> that's weirdness. Don't be judgy now. Yeah, I I'm th- not judging. I'm just saying I... He has a human spine hanging from the ceiling in his living room already. I watch a whole lot of Dateline, and I listen to like every true crime podcast no, 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 there I is. I think if it's hanging is out in weird. the open... It's okay. It's when you hide it. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. His whole living room is all medical like stuff. And, and some guy out there who's super smart and a psychopath going, oh, if I just well, put yeah, these most these women's hair clippings and <laughs> fingernails and stuff. I'm going to leave them in the ashtray on the table. I'm just going to leave these out and then nobody will suspect I'm pretty sure Bundy did that. Her. Yeah. He had so all the like, keys out. Like Jeffrey Dahmer. He had all this stuff in, in his refrigerator. Freezer. That's yeah. out in the open. Like and in barrels. In April's house. saying, "What yeah. do you think they're going to say about us from your profession side in oh, like a hundred years?" Oh, look stuff. at that circle. Yeah, I, I like that. Wow, good yeah. job, Miss. Like it just popped in my head. What are they going to say about us? Yeah, that we're vapid and suburban yeah, but, housewives. Yeah, but Selfish so were the other people, right? So yeah. were people before us. Yeah, look at all those freaking Egyptians who were like, bury me with all my everything, jewelry yeah. and gold. And, and everything. Don't right. pass it on to people because I need to take it to heaven with me. Well, okay, that's that's no. not 100%. 100% is <laughs> because you can, you'll need it in the next life because yeah. you have to get through the 12 gates of Osiris before you can get to heaven, you Which see. Which we all know is not a real thing. <laughs> Neither right. is anything Percy. else, technically, right? So right. it's their so beliefs. It's being selfish. <laughs> but they uh, took it with them so they could get through. It was a test. There were 12 tests you had to pass. And some of that stuff was taken so that they could pass the mm. tests. Or they and got eaten they- by this big goblin guy called Bess. And then in the 1920s, when they started raiding all these tombs or whatever, surprise, your gold's still here. I'm just going to take it back to England with me. And then my whole entire family and lifestyle and everything is going to be cursed. That's not true. I think the first ones they I saw the mummy. Cursed. That's what happened. <laughs> Don't even get me started. I'm just <laughs> But if wrapping me like a mummy when I die makes me look thinner in death, then go for it. Yeah. Well, there is that. I mean, I could just just suck it all in and write that in your will. Well, and wrap it all up. You know, it's all about archaeologically. It's all about grave goods, right? So what you're buried with, and so that's how we tell who people are. I want to be buried with my boobs. I don't. Yeah. So apparently they don't. I had no idea. I guess I never thought about that, but now I'm really sad. Well, and think about it, too, though. I mean, like, you know, how do you inherit grandma's ring if you bury grandma's ring? Well, you yeah. don't, right? Nobody can inherit my boobs. <laughs> well, apparently Oliver wants right? to. Yeah. So. I mean, well, he's getting the old used ones. Well, the fresh new ones. The so. fresh new ones I want to be buried with. See, I'm sitting here wondering if when my OBGYN took out my fallopian tubes. <laughs> he may have it in a jar somewhere. He right? may be. Have you ever been to Mother's Museum, M-U-T-H-E-R-S, the Mother's Museum on the border of Philadelphia and Washington, D.C.? Oh, you should totally Google that. Dude, it's some I cray cray am stuff. fucking booking a ticket right now. <laughs> I'm so Road turned on. It is early, early medical oh. paraphernalia. Well, so, so that's what Oliver collects, and that's why he has yeah. tons of old medical 
paraphernalia and old like uh, medicine bottles and all of these things. And he just decided that. Well, I would give him the new ones too then. That way oh, they'll go to good use. He could have <gasps> old ones and new ones. You compare. Compare and contrast of the you oh know, technology. God. He's That's totally amazing. getting it in my will. See, there you go. I'm Problem solved. That's actually no, a really I just, good I idea. I just had weird thoughts. I mean, I know he's collecting, and I think collecting things are cool, but I just had weird visions of him, like, masturbating over your boobs. He too, might. And stuff. That's okay. Okay. No, I'm pretty sure you okay figured that, that out. Right. You're okay with that. I'm pretty sure it's not the first thing of mine that people have masturbated to. True. Well, True. definitely not. I mean, anybody who's friends with you on Facebook has seen I guess pictures. that's a pretty big compliment. So I have a shirt that says that, too. <laughs> I'm somebody's reason to masturbate. <laughs> I wear it. Oh, I've never seen that one. Oh, I'll wear it next My week. My favorite one, I thought, was that I'm here for the gangbang. I do have that shirt, too. I'm just here for the gangbang. Yeah. That's Speaking of, you want my word of the week? Oh, here we go. Oh, I feel like we need intro music for this. Like, <laughs> it's, to work on that later. Everybody, yeah. it's Missy's vocabulary word of the week. Have you ever been to a Skittles party? Do they pass well, out Skittles? This is really or? weird, though, because I threw a Skittles party for my daughter. Yeah, I don't think I you did. Probably not same. like this. I don't think you did. Missy, you, it's baked. Not you the didn't same. even cupcakes. pause. You could have no. warned me. Yeah, no. she baked your cupcakes. I totally I did. think that's a euphemism for something else. <laughs> it, it doesn't have anything to do with drugs. No. And it doesn't have anything to do with gay people. No. Well, oh. it could, but I guess it depends well, on who's Skittles. getting like the Skittles. taste the rainbow. rainbow. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> oh, in, a, in a way, good good connection. Connection. it is yeah. a good connection. Um, do you know what bukkake is? I do. Uh, okay. I do. That's like so the one bad thing I knew before I started this podcast. I forgot. <laughs> a Skittles party is when you have men of different race and colors. Oh, that's so cute. I get it. It's so like it's, you know, it you're rainbow. tasting the rainbow because you have Ooh. men of different color and races. And Why is it always men? That's so not Because fair. girls can't ejaculate like that. You can. Uh, you told us all about it. I mean, it. that's different. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, that's a skill. Yeah, it's it a is. Skittles she party. Yeah. She wants to have a class. Oh, I would love to have a class. Plus, uh, all educational. Yeah. Like, I'm because I'm PBS. You know Dr. Ruth Westheimer? PBS? Public Broadcasting oh. Sex oh, Service. Oh, PBS. I was totally thinking like... Public Broadcasting public Sex? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the other channel. The public other Broadcasting gotcha. Sex. Gotcha. But it's Public Broadcasting Sex. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, Dr. Ruth. Okay. You remember her? Yeah. She yeah, had yeah show? we had to yeah. listen to her in my parents' car on the way back from my aunt I, uncle's. What, or what is her name? Sue Johansson? Because yes. she wasn't a doctor. Sue Johansson, right? She was a nun. I would be like the Sue. Dr. Because Ruth? I'm not a doctor. Yeah. No, Sue Johansson was, not was a, a doctor. Nun. Yeah, she yeah, was, no. but Sue was not. Yeah. Sue Johansson was Sue? not. You don't know <laughs> Sue Johansson? I'm so fucking lost. So there's she was Doctor a nun. Right. So there's, there's Dr. Ruth Westheimer, Westheimer. And then there was Sue Johansson, who was not a doctor, but she gave she had a sex show. And she would talk she was oh, yeah. same age-ish. Mm-hmm. And she would tell you about everything like Dr. Ruth would answer questions and go through like different toys and people would call in and she would give them advice and but answers. If she's a nun, how does she know? Was how she does anybody like know? Educated herself so she could help women. She was trying to help Plus women. Nuns in the comment, they have who do they get medical help from? Right. But anywho, yeah. yeah. Huh? Yeah. Wait, how do we go from Skittles party to nun? Okay, I forgot. Oh, because we were talking about my. I could totally do that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I gave you anal advice already. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, so I'm almost there. Oh, that's right. I remember The it steps now. to anal. Is, uh, like uh, shower attachment to clean it out <laughs> and or enema and, and condoms. Lube, lots of, lots oh, and, and condoms. condoms. Lube, and condoms. Lots of lube and condoms. Yes. I'm going to have to let you know how that goes. Now that'll be a follow-up visit. Yeah. Uh, I won't even charge you. Christy, how do you feel about that? <laughs> Anthropologically not new. <laughs> Been going on for a long really? time 100,000 years yeah. seriously like yeah. that's so really. bro jobs so our bro jobs oh that's right we talked about this let's yes. talk about the bro jobs Kevin thank well, you for bringing I me don't my beer specifics but <laughs> <laughs> I mean up. she doesn't want to name names or anything right. but yeah there's all kinds of instances throughout history and you know what well, the the biggest difference is is that sex and gender are two different things right mm-hmm. so sex is biology and gender is whatever you choose it to be and so some cultures have like five or six choices like there's a five gr- or six choices of, of gender, gender. Mm-hmm. there's a group in bali that has five choices and the children choose when they become of a certain age 
And so this idea of us being, you know, one or the other is very modern and very new. And and things like, you know, the and ancient Greeks were totally... Pretty puritanical, just going to say. Yeah, well, That's my word of the... Since the We're almost behind yeah. times. Oh, yeah, we've gone back. Every, oh, absolutely. I mean, you yeah. know, like... The Greeks were cray-cray. Yeah. Cray-cray. Maybe I'm Greek. That could be it. Maybe. And then the Romans were because the Greeks were... They oh my god! I never thought so of it. Like, the they stole it. Everything because yeah. of the Greeks. Yeah. Right? I'm totally it's Greek. It's just like the Canadians. When people ask me what I am, I'm going to be like, I'm Greek. You yeah. should. I think you could. They were very uh, open-minded to pretty much anything. Absolutely. So whenever I pick my gender now, I'm just going to be like Greek. Yeah. There you yeah. go. I like it. <laughs> <Do> it. <laughs> I'm not Greek. sure modern and ancient. Those are probably two different things. Oh, but you might whatever. Say ancient Greek. Yeah. Oh, I'm ancient Greek. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, I wonder if they'll put that on my driver's license. There's actually <laughs> a group in, uh oh, Melanesia, I believe, which is in New Guinea, that um, believed that. Okay, let me see if I get this right. That um, women make boys, but only men make men. So they believed that all boys had to have been taught by men sexually. So okay, we all know that's bullshit, and here's why: <laughs> women can't be. Women give birth, but they don't. They don't really give birth. They're not in charge. It's the men that are in charge. <laughs> right? <laughs> not in my house, because I'll so tell you why. <laughs> so uh, when it came time to the whole like sex talk with the kids, okay, my husband and I love this man. Like, let's not. I'm not going to downplay the fact that, like, you know, he's a wonderful father. He's an amazing human being, but he was not going there with our kids about the sex talk. And it was important for me because I was raised by a single mom who was very open about things. And, you know, she was just like, like I could ask her anything at any time. And she would always answer me. I remember asking her uh, during a trip to Yellowstone in the fourth grade, or like the end of fourth grade, what a blowjob was. Like right <laughs> as Old Faithful is going on. And, uh, Appropriate timing. She yeah. like, yeah, right. She pulls me aside and like sits me on the bench and she's like, okay, so here's what it is. Scarred me for life, but it's okay. <laughs> Stick this man's penis in your mouth. Exactly. And when you're nine. You're like, why God. would I do that? And from Utah, you're just like, oh, I can barely choke down a hot dog. Like, and why would I do that? Exactly. So, um, yeah. So anyway, like it's when it came time to having that conversation and I was just like telling my husband, I'm like, you know what? You, you, it's time to talk to Derek about the, the talk. Yeah. We've got to like have this conversation. And he was like, uh-huh, I'm not talking to him about it. Like, no way. That's embarrassing. How old was he? When, when did you do this? Okay. So Derek I'm getting to that point. Probably. Yeah. I think Derek was like 10 and asking oh, questions shit, late. and <laughs> making, no, it's okay because every kid is different. Like Cade was a little bit older Maddie, God, like the humiliation of telling her and she's just completely horrified. Right. Um, I think that just happened like last year. But, um, you know, with Derek, he was asking some questions and then he came home and he made some comment about um, like boys peeing inside girls. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's not what happens. That's really common. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Trying to explain to him like, "Mm, that's not the way it goes. So. Anyway, it was super awkward and weird, and the kid did not look me in the eye for probably, I don't know, maybe like five years. <laughs> but um, I had that conversation and explained it to him. And then to this day, if he has questions about stuff, like, I will talk to him about yeah. it. And it's awkward as fuck. But I would rather him understand how it happens and what the right thing to do is. I have a and funny his story. his wife can thank me later. <laughs> so we're just starting that. I think we talked about it with the whole, like, 11-year-old and yeah, stuff. The secret time. So when we were move, getting ready to move into the house, I had Boston, who was 11, and his friend Keegan, who was also 11, in the truck with me. And we were going to Ross for, I don't know, household stuff. And I made the comment, okay, now that we're moving into the house, we have a rule. There is to be no masturbation in my house. And he looked at me and he said, well, what am I supposed to do? Build a fort? (laughs) (laughs) 
then I was like, yes, you have to go to the backyard and you build a masturbation fort. And when anybody asks where you are and can't find you, I'll be like, he's out in the back in the fort masturbating. And he about died. Mind you, this was the day after him and Keegan had a tape measure and had it out to like three oh, feet and was like, look at my three feet. I've ever been. I'm like, oh, my God. See, they're 11, Christy, and they're already obsessed with this. Right. Size. Right. Like he's like, it's three feet. Socially. I'm like, first, and then I said, I'm not cleaning up the bathroom after you pee with a three feet penis. <laughs> and he was like, what? And they thought it was funny, but yeah, they're like, look how big it is. And I'm I like, don't know. I kind holy of feel shit. Like if it was three feet, it would help a little bit. No, like, because in the morning, it get it like right in, in there. No, help no. Pee, can yeah. you imagine in the morning when they have the morning wood and they're trying to pee and no, it's going to like the ceiling? Push it, down. it doesn't no. push down. It's going to go to the ceiling. I'm not cleaning that up. It doesn't push down. <laughs> Have you seen like I don't know the if you guys forty can hear year old? But Missy's husband is sitting behind us, going, "It doesn't push down." It doesn't push down. <laughs> Missy, what? Look at your son. Uh oh. Hot. He must have heard. Busted. He must have heard the story about the masturbation. Turn around and look at him, Joy. He's sitting there, and he's got his. He's got his. Oh, he just laid down. <laughs> he's hiding now. It's okay. Usually there's headphones involved there. Yeah, I just got the evil eye for my son, so okay. <laughs> Let's move <laughs> on. Topic change. <laughs> why is it so weird, though? Because everybody does it. Everybody it masturbates. That's, why, that's the point. It shouldn't be freaking weird. <laughs> just mm. I didn't me do nuts. it as a kid, but I think it's because girls don't. Really? Did you? I didn't no. really no, as a kid. No, absolutely this conversation. Not. I didn't right. even think about no, it. No, me neither. Until no, I was in my 30s. Like but I do know. I was in my 30s. Oh, it's like a, I was like It's 19, like a boy thing, right? No, I know. I have girlfriends who like did it eight. What? Yeah. I have girlfriends yeah. who don't do it at all. I kind of have a friend who was a kindergarten teacher, and she was coming around with papers, and this little girl was rocking back and forth on her chair, and she's like, you know, Katie, Katie, what do you, Katie, take your papers. She goes, just a minute. I have to wait for it to click. I totally get it, though, don't you? Well, yeah. You know, I mean, it's just that in my world, I wasn't, it just didn't occur to me. Yeah, and it depends. It it depends on different people. Not that I'm a therapist, but it depends on different people and different cultures. And, you know, Freud thought that everybody did it all the time. So there you go. But is it, it's frowned upon in some cultures. Like, you're not allowed to, right? Well, American culture, right. right. Yeah, we are actually one of the most prudish, prudish exactly. people. Exactly, we are. It is crazy. I That's need to move. Point. Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe you don't know that. I, yeah, actually, the Middle East is more open than we are. Yeah, that is like isn't insane that crazy? To me. Like they don't do PDA. Well, that's because that it's matter. gender segregated society. So yeah. what women do with women and men do with men, nobody cares. See? As long as you don't do them together out in public, nobody right. cares. And but, they don't talk about it. But and actually, it doesn't even matter. I heard this great thing from a comedian. That's a, a comedian. He's originally from Lebanon, but he works all over the Middle East. And he was like, it's much easier to be a comic in the Middle East than it is in America because in America everybody's all like you know politically correct. You say the wrong thing, everybody hates you. You're banned everywhere. Right. In the Middle East, you don't talk about, you know, religion and you're good to go. You can talk about anything else you want. Right. And frankly, yeah. I think the people who talk about, you know, you can't be middle- politically correct in the U.S. are probably the most political correct, except for when they're talking about the one topic they want to talk about. I mean, yeah, they're just all... It's weird. Puritan. Well, yeah, I mean, very much are, like, super sensitive about... The right, because we stuff. were raised not to do it. No, 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 you can't talk about it. Don't touch yourself. Don't even scratch yourself there. I mean, don't even scratch yourself anywhere near your parts and or let anybody see it, you know, because you, know, you can't possibly have an itch on your thigh, you know, those type of things. Joy so was raised in a different household than the rest of us, clearly. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I know like, people who were yelled well, me, or slapped. because yes, I had a single mom right. and found her vibrator when I was in the fifth grade <laughs> and was like, what's this? And she well, was no, like, don't worry about it. Right. My, we've already talked about it. Mine was pretty, like, I like this dual people in this my parents' house because my dad actually gave us sex tape videos, you know, how to have better sex in your life. What? Yes. We just didn't talk about it in my house. Yeah. At all. Really? Yeah. No. I could ask my mom anything, and she no. would honestly, like, she would answer me as sincerely and honestly as oh, she could. Not and my she mom. was, I could tell, and sometimes she was just completely mortified. I just and the remember, first time like, I ever had sex, I remember coming home and going to my mom, I have some questions. Can we talk? <laughs> and then she was like, oh, shit. Like, she knew. I just remember getting sent home, you know, the paper from school in, like, fifth grade, and my mom signing it. 
And I was like, what is it for? And she's like, you'll see. That's like there was no talk. talk. It's like well, a period talk. Yeah, like all they talk and about. I actually missed that conversation in school. And so. I already right. knew everything. But like, that I was felt it. like I could have taught that. <laughs> that was. <laughs> that was. Nothing. I knew nothing either. Really? And yeah. My no, I didn't discuss it. No, we didn't talk yeah. about it. And I had three brothers. Like, yeah. we didn't know. I had two brothers. I asked my brothers what a period was when I was eight or nine, and they said, "Talk to your mother." And I asked my mom, and she goes, "Oh, well, we'll talk about that at some point." Yeah. Oh, no. No idea. I got my period. She said, yay. And she walked away. I'm like, oh, my mom told <laughs> what me what do I dinner. do? It was like a party. It was really That's fun. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have a party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other cultures, you know, there's minstrel huts. Oh, yeah. What? What's that? That makes you, me angry. Is it like a pizza hut? Yeah, but see, you say it makes you angry, <laughs> but that's actually ethnocentric oh. because they get to go and hang out on their yes. own for seven days and people bring them food and... So right, parts but really of it are good. The bad stories. Wait a right. minute. What? Where they Wait don't bring them food and they only get to wear Sign them one set of clothes. Yeah. Well, or, and it's isolationism. Yes. There are certain tribes where it's isolationist, yes. but other tribes it's celebrated. It's celebrated. And so there is like the masturbation for it. There is a minstrel hut and you go and you live there for the week, whether it's a week or not, it doesn't matter, but you go for seven days every month. Right. And what and do you just hang out? Mm-hmm, people and you're revered. And so people bring you food and people bring and who you. Who takes care things. of your kids and makes your family dinner. Or if you're younger, too, you have, like, other girls that are your right. age and you come oh in to hang out and stuff. God. But there is actually the yeah. a- absolute opposite of that, too, also right. happens, where it's an Sorry, isolation. Sorry, that's where I went first. A, yeah. You know that yeah. the movie that just won Best Oscar in yes. a period is an end of a sentence. Yeah. Yeah. That's all about girls who can't go to school because right. of it. Yeah. Bubba, can you please bring Missy a beer? A three. Three. Thanks. Stop being such a big Mormon. <laughs> Anywho. Oh, Mormons, that's a whole other story. I was raised in Utah. Believe me, girl, I know. I know. Okay. I've been a slut once. Huh? I've been a slut once. Salt Lake City? Slut? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> slut? I don't get it. People call Salt Lake City, slut. Utah, slut. S-L-U-T. Slut. Salt Lake, oh, my Utah. God. Yeah. I slut. never knew I that. I saw a lady with that shirt the other day. Yeah. Really? It's called slut. Yeah. It was a tennis oh. shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then I am. You're from Slutsville. I'm totally from Slutsville, but I would never was. I wish I was, but I wasn't. But anyhow. But yeah, that's awesome. That's Thank so you. crazy. Oh, I was like, wait a minute. That's not Missy's beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Christie's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is that is complete craziness. Well, okay. So when me growing up in Utah with a single mother, um, I was like a pariah. So kids weren't allowed to play with me or hang out with me and I wasn't allowed to because you weren't Mormon with like exactly. eight siblings oh yeah just I was from a and there's no home, father and there so. was no father and we didn't go to church I wasn't raised in any kind of church and so so clearly you didn't know what morals were exactly good and so we were really bad people and so um you probably had way more fun though you know what's funny because i feel like in a way like that kind of shaped me first of all like okay so being born to a single mother in utah in 1971 um it kind of shapes you as a human being a little bit because like if i hadn't been it wasn't utah maybe she could have done something about it because it was a little after roe versus wade so maybe something could have happened she swears that she never would have done that but come on who wouldn't right so um, I've always kind of looked at the world like I really wasn't supposed to be here and that kind of like shaped who I am today. And then being raised in Utah where I was taught like I really wasn't supposed to be here. You know what I mean? And I was kind of invisible. And See, that's funny. My dad just told me I was a mistake. <laughs> that's awesome, though. Right. At least he admitted it. Right. Like my mom would never admitted I was the best thing that ever happened to right. her. Right. My mom said I was the only one who was planned, so. <laughs> yeah, so who knows? But anyway, it's kind of crazy. I mean, it just kind of makes me wonder how me being raised that way has affected my kids, how it will affect their kids. Oh, absolutely. Kids, how in 100 years from now, somebody like Christy will be studying us. They dig us up from somewhere and they're like, oh, she didn't have fake boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Or a uterus or a gallbladder or fallopian tubes or a cervix. Can they study me if I've been cremated? What are they going to find out? No. I'm totally getting burned then. Actually, the... Uh, I don't want them to know you anything. You just donate your body to science. No. Oh, my no. God. No. no. I'm going to be cremated, too. My my uncle actually did that. My Uncle Milford donated his body to science, and that is so typically unselfish of him. Like, that's so... Weird. 
him. Okay, yeah. so there's oh. this great book, you who likes to read. I love read actual S- books. Stiff, The Human Lives, The Curious Lives of Human Cadavers by Mary Roach. Super cool book. And it talks about the beginning of it. It's a little bit boring. No, no offense, Mary. But the beginning of it, it's all about like how we started with early medicine and how people would steal cadavers to do early medicine. Right. But then at the end, it talks about different ways that we practice death. And so cremation and burials and turn yourself into a diamond or turn yourself into a tree or whatever. Hold on. Kevin wants to be a what? tree. Yeah. You can I can press turn yourself into, into a, diamond. a diamond. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding yeah. me right yeah. now? Yeah, you just yeah. press your ashes. Yeah. Ashes. It's pressure and heat carbonizes them and becomes a diamond. Like diamond. how long does Fake that diamond. take? Not very long. Mm-mm. Somebody could be wearing you as like a pendant. Yeah. yeah. And so you can inherit grandma's ring with grandma. You know yeah. how I am? Like, I am so sparkly. Like, I would be the sparkliest <laughs> fake diamond ever. You would. You can do that. Oh, my God. And I'm you should call totally it the sunshine sparkle diamond. I write, and who, but who's going to keep it? Like Maddie. No, no, she Maddie wouldn't. Maddie would be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No. And I'm not going to have any hope. grandchildren because I'm sure these two over here just told me they're not having kids ever. Elle would keep it for you. Oh, Okay. I yeah. totally give it to Elle. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so, like so happy right now in my future life. The other thing it talks about life. is what happens when you donate your body to science. What happens? Most people think that you get to go to an anatomy class, you know, and you're used for no. good and that kind of stuff. But the majority of people are not. The more, majority of people are sold to, like, R&D. And so you could, be, you could be used for, like, um, testing whatever thing. And they'll just take whatever body part they need and only that body part to test. And then what happens to the rest of you? They either divide it up and sell it off piece by piece or they bio-waste the rest of it and you end up cremated and dumped. Okay, so what I know happened with my uncle was that they took stuff because he had uh, like severe heart disease and stuff like that. Like he had heart issues. And they took all of that and then... I think about like six to eight weeks later, cremated him and sent him back to my aunt. Right. So, uh-huh. she so they only needed certain pieces. Yeah. Yeah. So, but they did take what they Just needed. Just like oh, when, you, cool. when you donate your body, you know, like living organs and yeah. stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, they'll take, if they need something, they'll take that. And then the rest of it, once they've taken those parts, then they typically cremate you and send you back because mm-hmm. they don't, there's been too much damage. So it doesn't help to send it to an anatomy class or to anything right. like that. So. Well, I have like, I'm an organ donor, but yeah. I have zero intention of actually donating any organs. Cause I think I'm going to be lived. I'm going to live <laughs> until I'm like in my late nineties. And really who wants our liver after this? Oh, yeah. nobody's, nobody's going to want my liver. <laughs> my liver's out. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's going to want anything. We're done. Mine. They're going to be like, yeah. yeah, no. But, um, honestly, like the women in my family live very long, very old lives. So I just kind of feel like, thank you. Well, that's good. That's going to be me. And I have a very long lifeline. Oh, well, that's <laughs> legit. Totally. Legit. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, my aunt Rosie was, uh, <laughs> she was a psychic. Rosie Palm. <laughs> uh, no. But she used to sit well and played. read our palms and... Uh, she did tell me that I would marry a man with darker skin than mine. <laughs> One shade. Well, I'm married to your Mexican. I'm just saying. Well. And then. That's what I was going to say. She's yeah. pretty hey, white. Brandon, you're not on the podcast, so how about shut up? <laughs> <laughs> but um, any whoosies, like, she told me I would travel a lot, which I have. Um... I can't remember. She told me some other stuff. But did you make that happen because she told you that? No, but I don't know. Like, I always wanted to travel a lot. So when she told me that, I was like, (gasps) and then I kind of made it happen. But still. (laughs) Yeah, it was. I mean, anyway, I'm just saying that, like, I just think I'm probably going to be really old when I die. I'm going to die at 69. I know. You always say that. I'm going to. I'm going to make it happen. Oh, great. That's awesome. You're going to off yourself and then. Joy and I are going to be sitting here stuck planning a funeral for a friend. Like, that sucks, Missy. Like, How I was her choice. I'd be okay with that. No, I have I'm my reasons. <laughs> I'm not doing it. But I have valid I'm gonna reasons. I'm going to serve bad beer at your funeral. Just FYI. No, you're not. You're going you're gonna to serve, like, a chocolate and stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to make everybody come in, like, uh, red slutty corsets. and Yeah. Oh, no, no. That'd be fun. Yeah. 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 Scarlet it's a party. Nobody Missy. allowed without their eyebrows and eyelashes on. Oh, I like it. That's true. Men, too. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Even the guys. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Now, that'd be a good funeral to attend. That'd right. be fun. That would, that would be. actually be fun. But are you are you going to have a funeral? Do you want to be cremated and just have like a, a Cremated and a party. Like, yep. Party. Yeah. Oh, I Total like that. Total party. I'm going to do that too. 
We should cut, we could like play 80s music. So it's like prom. Yeah. yeah. Oh <laughs> my god. Like yes. Prom. 80s prom would be totally Lace, light up my ruffles, pinks. Oh yes. my god. Corsets. So you know what we'll do is we'll actually when we have you cremated, we'll actually throw in some of those lace fingerless gloves. Yes, yes. I have a oh, pair too. So you Maybe can put even those like on the Madonna CD. Yes. Yeah. Oh my yep. god. Sure. Totally. That would be good. Yep. Yeah. Crimp your hair. Oh. I have plenty of banana clips banana to go clip. around. I have like I have like five of them. Yeah. And all those like rubber band bracelet things. Yeah. Remember yeah. those? Yeah. Absolutely. <gasps> oh my God. I still have my swatch watch. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Throw it it for you. yeah. Blue oh, eyeshadow awesome. is a must. Okay. We got this all planned. That's I a good, that's a good awesome. plan. I like it. And okay. you can make 69 jokes all night long. Because <laughs> she was oh. 69. We will sell it. Like no matter I when you it. die, we will have your celebration of life on June 9th. Yep. That works. Ooh. At six. Yeah. 90. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, that won't work. We'll yeah. figure something out. We'll work on that one. That's um, funny. Um, <laughs> well, it could be a 619. She'd probably have somebody in the middle. You had some other questions for Christy in the Google Doc. Oh, the, the Google Doc. The dorky Google Doc. We yeah, should we call it Dick Producers Google Doc. What did we touch on? <gasps> Google yeah, Dick who did we touch on? Who did we touch on That's this? That's we'll call it. I didn't get touched. Right kind of well, far away damn it. I didn't get now i'm gonna have to touch myself <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's another song uh, yeah sometimes that's a good too though it is mm-hmm. um we had touched on it because you we were talking about other cultures and homosexuality which really isn't homosexuality and how the what does that mean well it is homosexuality but i mean like it's, i lost my train of thought it's uh it's not outside the norm it right is norm I actually took a class in college, uh, graduate school maybe, called Greek Homosexuality, and all we did was look at Greek vase paintings. That's it. Just right. Greek vase paintings. And what you did that have to do with homosexuality? Like, it's all, well, I that's get it. their art form. And like, so they would put in everything that they were doing, and you would have to figure out why and who and where. And it, was it a myth? Was it just art? Was it... Bro oh, jobs were oh. norm. Right. Everything. That was my point. That's why I was bringing it up. Yeah. We've brought up bro jobs, what, three or four times now? Right. Well, I mean, if you I don't know watch why, the Tudors, you know that Henry VIII <laughs> was jacked off by his friends. Well, yeah, because he was too lazy And or servants right. all the time. But today, but guys first. are like, oh, my God, no. Well, what yeah. about another guy? Even? Americans. They yeah. can't even stand next to each other at a urinal. You right. actually think there's going to be yes. touching That just kills me. Yeah. The every other one thing. Right. That's yes. Sometimes not even at a movie. Yeah. Dudes are so okay, dumb. Okay, uh, Brian would be not thrilled that I'm going to tell you the story. There was a chair between these guys until Boston sat there. (laughs) Yeah. That's so true. Okay, so we were in Egypt. The first time, uh, yeah, the first time I took Brian to Egypt. And so... um, Yeah, I don't take my husband to Egypt. I take him to, like, Target. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. Anyway, we were at this restaurant. And so whenever you go to the bathroom, especially as a girl, you pay per square. What? what do you but, mean you pay per square? So like toilet paper, you pay per square of toilet paper. You you yeah. have to give a tip at a in public order to get restroom. toilet paper because there's no toilet paper in the Middle it, East. What do you mean? It's like is there a dispenser? No. no. There's you splash water with your left hand. You splash water. You don't actually use toilet paper. It has to be your left hand too. Yeah. How do you dry? You don't. You air dry? Yeah. And men oh and women, and you God. don't really like you're blowing all of my dreams about going to the Middle East also just right like, out of the water. Undergarments are not the same thing; they are now. They're they're more they're more the same now than they used to be. But it used to be that you just wore like men and women both wear like a skirt, just like they did and up until like the 19th yeah. century, like pantaloons. You know, those were just big open things. They're not really underwear like we think of it. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is, we were at this bathroom, and so I go into the girls, and I had enough little coins, backsheesh, to pay for my two little squares, and so I go to the bathroom, and I come out, and Brian comes out, and he's like, <gasps> I'm like, what? What happened? He's like, so you go in there, and there's a boy, there's an attendant, a little boy, and um, the little boy comes up and, like, offers to help. What? Like with everything, <laughs> Brian's oh like, my I God. got it, thanks. Oh my God. But you know, he's like literally standing right next to you, <laughs> holding like one square in case you need it. And Brian's like, I thought for sure he's gonna shake it off for me or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he's right there to help, and it's just a normal, natural thing. Other men come and go, and you don't even think about it. And you give the kid a couple of coins and say thank you, and you leave or whatever. And it's just the norm. And so what we if think it's here more that more than just the shaking it. Like well, but, what if it's but it's everything? Yeah, yeah, I mean here it, this is just this kid's job. That's no, no, no. Saying is like, what if Brian had to do like a number right. two? Oh well, then you got to pay for more squares, and there's no doors. 
But, like, does the kid come in and help you with that, too? No, or? but he will stand right there and hand you the to- hand paper. paper. The, the girls do the same thing. The girls stand I there, mean, but you get doors. we each other's hair to vomit. They, yeah. 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 Whole other thing. give you a square. with you while you poo. Yeah. You well. wouldn't hand me a square? Yeah. <laughs> if you were sick. I mean, come on. And yeah. couldn't, like, sit on the toilet by yourself, I would help you. But, like, if you're just <laughs> drunk, girl, you're on your own. But like these people the, are, this is just a different norm of how people associate, right? Men hold hands all the time in the yeah. Middle East, and they're not gay. They walk around holding hands and they kiss on the cheeks all the time. The more yeah. kisses you get, the more close you are, the more related or whatever you are. And it doesn't mean anything. What do they hold hands for? Just Because like, it's a gender-segregated society, and so women and men don't touch each other. And so men touch men and women touch women. So that way you get your affection, you know, and you talk oh, to people. Oh, like girls when you're little and you hold hands. Right, but they right. do it their entire lives. And yeah. so they're, se- they're a gender-segregated because, society. Because society's oh, not telling cool. them otherwise. Like here. Right. Right. Oh. Right. And so there's no PDA because men and women don't, don't. really That's aren't so together. That's so crazy if you think yeah. about it because here it would be more shocking if men are holding yeah. hands. Right. You always make an assumption if a man's holding hands here. Yeah. Whereas there doesn't mean anything. Okay. But I think did that, that, that stem from the fact that, you know, people come to the U.S. and they wanted to separate themselves from everybody else that they, you know, made themselves so much more small-minded and, like... No, ours is more of... They don't want to be like other people or anybody. I mean, because obviously if somebody like that from the Middle East comes here, they know here they'd probably not... It depends because, you know, know, like if you go in certain places where there is a large population of same culture, then within that culture they still act like they would if they're anywhere else. And then, um, you know, then as you change or whatever. But, like, you know, I have friends that, you know, you get off the plane and you see, like, all the magazines and crap and you see Cosmo with the naked chick and they're like, oh, my God, don't her parents love her? Why is she like that? You know, why is she naked? Yeah. You know, that's... I get that a lot. It's it's insulting. (laughs) But then once they're here for a while, they see that that's not... You know, that's a reflection of their culture on ours versus Mm -hmm. our culture on theirs. And just, like, veiling. Everybody thinks that veiling is a horrible, terrible thing. Well, it's... Modesty is comforting for those women. You know, a lot of times. So the veil is used for a lot of reasons. And so we just automatically judge it as something bad and they're oppressed. But that's not necessarily true. Some places it is, but it's not always that way. I love that, that you brought that up. Because I, so there's this couple that live in our neighborhood. And I don't know if you've ever seen them walking. But I always see them walking in the morning. And they're an older Indian couple. Their child and son goes to Al's school and I picked him up for school oh okay so but yeah. like this is they're like the no right I think around this, this corner I from think you. this is like the grandpa yeah they live and there the grandma. yeah so that like the grant they walk every morning and yeah. she is always walking far behind him and he's walking way ahead and they walk and she's wearing her traditional like I, I mean sorry Yes, the sorry, but like I don't want to say Indian garb because I don't want to sound stupid, and but I don't know what else to call yeah. it because I'm. But she's Hindi, you know. She's not. She's not Muslim. Yes. Right? yes. So, oh yeah. no, uh, I most know likely. That. Yeah. I totally understand that, but I'm just saying, like, you know, some people, like, if I. We actually have a really high Indian population in Phoenix. Yeah, yes. but if I equate yes. her what she's wearing to being Indian, right? Like, am I being? Stereotypical? Yeah, and I don't mean to be. It's just like, should I say Hindi instead of Indian? Like, I don't even know. No, well, we don't. Well, okay. I'm, but you I mean you don't know, you know. Is she but Indian or is she Paki or is she, right. you well, know, Nepalese or it just depends. Do they wear the same variations? Yeah. Oh my God, like, I don't even know. Like, how do you know? Do you need to know? You don't no, have you to don't know. Either. You're not going to be know. offended. So what do I say? Hello? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like if you're referring to them instead of saying like Indian, like what? Well, but she and probably. I don't want to say Middle Eastern well, because she's not. That's, no. that's right, Southeast like Asian. Yeah. Asian. Like what do I? What do you say? Like, but if you're if they're Indian and you know they're Indian, they're Indian, right. just like you're American. You know, that's their I heritage. Guess, like I just don't want to be inappropriate. I think right. you're overthinking. Yeah, it. Right. you think you're inappropriate guess because what? because I do that. <laughs> Yeah, but that's because when you're with a group of, you know, white American people, they're like, oh, you can't say that. Fuck. Yeah, yeah no, that's true. And you're like, I, yeah. I feel like when it comes to other cultures, it. I am very open-minded because, like, I have traveled and I do see. Well, here's the hard part. Okay, so the really complicated part is, is that there's no right answer, right? Because each culture wants to be 
uh, approached or f- reflected or talked about in a particular way. And you have no idea what right. that way is right. unless you talk to them. And if you talk to them, then they're just people to you. They're just a friend. It doesn't right. really matter. But if you don't know, it's hard to know, right? Yeah. And so, like, there are certain things where, like, um, I have a friend that is, I've known her forever, that's African-American, and she has the greatest hair in the world. I think she has the coolest hair, and, you know, I have this typical straight, flat, white girl hair that's never going to do anything but hang straight on my head. I have the same thing. And so she has this awesome hairdos all the time, and I'm always like, oh, it's so cool, and I touch it, and she's like, that's a microaggression. Microaggression? That's a thing? Yeah. And I was like, like, I'm admiring your hair. But But I didn't ask. I didn't do anything. And I make an assumption. I see what you're saying because you touched it. And I make an assumption that you want to be asked and you want to do that. Do I want you to touch my hair and ask me every time? I've had that happen to me in the Middle East. Kids come up and touch my hair. They've never seen a blonde before. And so they come and they pull and they walk and they do this, all this stuff. Well, that's actually a negative thing, right? And now I'm pointing out that we're different. I know, but aren't you, don't you think that maybe you're a little more understanding of that over there because you know that they don't see a blonde girl very often. So you're kind of like, okay, this is weird. Yeah, but it's still annoying. It's like when you were pregnant and somebody came up and touched your belly. It's exactly like that. That's That's a perfect example. That's exactly like that. So if you're African-American, your hair is always like this. This isn't a new style for me. I always wear my hair like this. But But you point it out to me every day. Every day, somebody points it out to me. It's just like yeah. every day, somebody wants to touch your belly. No, After I a point, will you're compliment. Like, I don't touch, but I will compliment a woman. But see, it's the same thing, you know. If, well, or, she's African American. She's got amazing hair. I'll be like, oh my god, I love your hair. But it's the same but, thing too, like um, Latinas that you know have a particular look, or Indians wearing a sari, or you ask somebody about their head, their scarf, their hijab, you know, that kind of thing. I just Technically, feel like it's like. It just like, depends, right? That's the, hard, that's you the problem poli- with me. You completely want it to be friendly, open, yeah. here I am. But you have to be careful because yeah. every single white person that comes up to them does that. And yeah. now they're like, get an impression of all white people are right. always doing now this to me. Yeah. Totally and it's annoying. It. Right. I totally yeah. get it. See? Because, again, I got to bring it back to coming from Utah where you're living in a very vanilla yeah. society. Right. And well, then I moved to Arizona and there's an actual, are you guys ready for this? Jewish girl <laughs> in my PE class. Wow. And she had the Star of David necklace on and I was like this girl thought I was so fucking weird because <laughs> I was constantly like okay so like explain to me like what does the Star of David mean? So like do you play dreidel? Like what is that? Like I was so curious. But it's just because I'm so interested in people and right. other cultures and yeah. other and see, religions. You, you mean absolutely nothing by it. No, like, but, I mean nothing but, like, but the best But to her, things. she's like, okay, please oh, don't yeah. touch my no. fucking belly again. She was yeah. just like, oh, my God, please or go Or you're the so 97th person today yes. to ask me that. No, I don't think I was, like, for her, Well, like, you here, know, but you I know, mean. But still, I know what yeah. you mean. Yeah. And so yeah. that's when it becomes complicated, and that's why culture is complicated, you know? And, like, you and even stuff like, you know, what is American culture? Could you tell yeah. anybody what no. American culture is? Because you have so many different people from so many places in America. I mean, we're all different. But then when you think about somebody that's like from Mexico, you want to stereotype them, but you can't because they're from they everywhere have too. So right. many yeah. different cultures. Right. They all speak different Mexican languages. Mm-hmm. But we tend to like small mind it. Oh, you're American, so you're the same as me. Well, yeah. and we're totally not even the same. And that right. happens and that, from other people to oh, us. That's yeah, true. Because they're right. like, like. We're different. I mean, we don't like we don't go tubbing here in Arizona. <laughs> she goes tubbing in Wisconsin, but it's not tubbing. I don't go tubbing. I it's give tubbing. my daughter a tub. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But we're all in the same country, but we do things different. But we always try to like think, oh, well, you're from this country, so this is how you do it. Right. But- we're not from Oregon, so we do shave our pits. <laughs> right. We're and not all granola. Right. And, and you can't smoke weed in the. I'm Quad, not, I don't know. You know, I'm still but, kind of a Cali girl, so. <laughs> oh, that's so true. You really are. Well, whenever yeah. I travel, anywhere I go. Okay, so I don't think I have very much of an accent. But, I mean, <laughs> it's an affectation. I can turn it off and on. But whenever we travel, anywhere we go outside of this country, everybody thinks I'm from Texas. I'm like, y'all ain't from Texas. Them people talk funny. I don't know what y'all are talking about. I ain't talking like that. Right. But they automatically think that I'm from Texas because Where anybody with a southern accent has is automatically from Texas. Right. That's what they know. I'm from southern Missouri. <laughs> Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she's from Missouri. Missouri. Same as Kevin. Oh. Yeah. 
Dick Did producer? you know Kevin in Missouri? Brian yes, and Kevin college. went to high school. Yeah. Together. Oh, that's right. I knew that, but I don't think I knew that you knew you were there. I knew I knew in Kevin college. before Brian, before yeah. Joy. Everybody. Get yeah. out of here. You guys are yeah, like so the OG. Kevin's yeah. essentially the reason that Brian and Christy met. And then and Christy and Brian are the reason we met. Oh my God, that is so. The beautiful. circle just yeah. came together. Yeah, they didn't introduce us. Yeah. Like, I am seeing yeah. Simba the whole picture <laughs> being held yeah. over everybody by Mufasa. Everything that light touches is yours. It's like, yeah. Oh my God. I get it. I yes. totally get it. You won't have that kind of That's story. Funny. We met in a bar. <laughs> Nobody introduced. I meant throwing up in the front yard. So oh, there you go. Oh, so that. this was close. Wait, no, you got a phone call from him the first. Yeah, that was true. Yeah. I actually might, did hear her. Have and, a phone call. Her and Brian might need to be on the whole husband's episode. Yeah. Because this is yeah. all like how symbiotic like how everybody yeah. met. And I don't know if you guys know this, but Brandon and I met at church. <laughs> oh, that's, that's kind no, of funny. I'm, I'm actually not kidding. That's actually the, <laughs> that's actually the swear oh to God, God honest truth. And now we're both like. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. My husband needed a ride home from the bar. A ride? I bet yeah, he did. I know. What like, kind of ride? Oh, no, yeah. never mind. Well, I took him home all right. TMI. I've Best seen Urban Cowboy. I know what that means. Ever. Yeah. Apparently, it wasn't only one night, though. Missy's best one night stand ever concludes part one of our first two part episode. Christy, are we okay? Our next episode, Archaeologists Are Synonymous with Alcoholics, will continue our talk with Dr. Miller, exploring archaeology and its findings with women's studies, teaching us we are not crazy. Thank you for listening to Charcuterie. Thank you. Bye. 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 Felicia. Hey, hey, hey.